Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Center for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Hi there, Stem Cell at Lunch listeners. I'm Jess Purcells, the Public Engagement Officer at the Center for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine. For today's Stem Cells at Lunch Digested podcast episode, I'm talking to Professor Nasir Rajput, who is Professor in Computational Pathology at the Department of Computer Science at the University of Warwick. Hello, and thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Um, can you give our listeners an explanation of what computational pathology is and how you got into this field? Okay, so computational pathology is uh, a relatively new discipline which... Um, uh, really is focused on the study of algorithms for analysis of uh, digitized tissue slides. Um, I know that's a bit long-winded description of the, of the field, but in a nutshell, um, it's all about developing AI type of algorithms for understanding uh, cancerous tissue. So um, if you are in the business of um, diagnosing or grading cancer, um, mostly solid tumors from tissue slides. Uh, this is uh, a new branch of computer science, you can say, that can help you analyze those uh, kinds of tissue images um, in a more objective and systematic way. How I got into um, computational pathology, it's, it's a long story, but to, to cut the long story short, um, I have been really fascinated by looking at the microscopic images of real tissue, um, which is quite different from cells in culture, because um, uh, we know that cells in culture can move around much more freely than cells in tissue, which are much more constrained and, and more representative of how things might be in a real-world scenario. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just my fascination with uh, the kind of things that I see um, every now and then, new things that come to light, uh, and, and how they can inform uh, our, uh, you know, ability to diagnose and uh, diagnose cancer and, and predict where cancer might uh, go in future. Over your time working in this subject, have you noticeably seen advances in technology? So it's still, I would say, very early days because uh, computational pathology is still a very new discipline. Um, it's um, only a, as a discipline, it's only been recognized literally for less than couple of years um, and uh, I think you know there, there's a lot to come. Um, there have been lots of developments in related fields such as um, computer vision, pattern recognition um, and more recently artificial intelligence and its impact on fields of computer vision and pattern recognition and, and I think that's going to have direct um, implications for computational pathology. In fact, um, some data from our lab and uh, from other groups have already shown that um, the application of AI type of algorithms to computational pathology um, as a discipline uh, can shed new light on uh, how tumor develops and how it might progress in future and also to help you detect tumor and, and grade tumor um, to human-level performance and, and uh, maybe even surpass it in some cases. What made you decide to focus your research on the subject of cancer? So I've been um, working in this area for about a decade. Um, and this was a combination of um, some events in my personal life and also 
just by coincidence, I was visiting a colleague in the States, and um, he was um, he, he was a mathematician, and he was asked by um, his collaborator in the medical mm-hmm. school um, to look at some histology images, and I happened to be visiting um, the colleague in, in maths department at Yale University, uh, Professor Ronald Kaifman, um, and he was kind enough to let me have a look at that data. That's how I got started, um, and uh, I've never looked back. Can you just tell us a bit about the project that you're working on in collaboration with the Alan Turing Institute? Yeah, so with the Alan Turing Institute, we have a couple of ongoing projects. One is on um, pre-diagnostic analytics for lung cancer. And the idea there is that before a pathologist gets sent some cases for diagnosis and grading of lung cancer, uh, there is some computational analysis that has already been done on that data to extract some useful measurements from the data um, some uh, patterns that the algorithms may be able to pick up on and bring to the pathologist's attention so that they can hopefully then do uh, a, a better job and, and a more efficient job of diagnosing and grading lung cancer. One of the main issues there is that um, pathologists, uh, just like us human, are subjective in their judgments, and there could be um, you know, lots of variation between how different pathologists would look at the same tumor specimen. Um, And what we hope to do with the um, introduction of these computer algorithms is to um, minimize that variation between the pathologists, make the whole process of diagnosis a bit more reproducible and a bit more accurate and objective. Um, And also I would like to add that um, computational algorithms allow us the ability to um, add some extra bits of information Uh, shed some more light on uh, the tissue imaging data that can um, help us predict uh, the course of cancer. So the the project with Alan Turing Institute, uh, one is on um, pre-diagnostic analytics of lung cancer data, and the other one that we've just recently started um, working on is on oral cancer, uh, where it turns out that uh, oral squamous cell carcinoma, some patients, they go on to develop more aggressive forms of uh, oral cancer, and if we can predict uh, the cellular patterns uh, by way of computational algorithms in um, oral cancer patients, that can help us, um, uh, you know, uh, predict where uh, cancer might go in future. Then we can treat patients accordingly. So somebody is um, predicted to develop more aggressive forms of cancer, we can treat them more aggressively, and, and vice versa. If somebody is not going to, um, not, not very likely to develop a um, very aggressive type of cancer, then we don't need to go in heavy-handed and, and treat them very aggressively and mm-hmm. spare them the, the agony of all um, the aggressive treatment. Thank you so much for speaking to us today, and yeah, thank you. Thank you. Pleasure being here.